All right, you guys get an early episode because we'll be gone all weekend. And I'm actually feeling kind of sad about our story lineup this week because I don't know if we'll be able to beat it for the rest of the year. We're only in our second week being back, and we have such a great story lineup. I've, one of these stories I think is the best story of 2019, and I think that's going to stay that way. So, welcome to God Guns Glory. All right, guys, sorry for that long intro. I'm just so excited about all these stories. I just kept going and going. I was ready to jump into it. Uh, But now we're jumping in. So what do we want to start with first? Oh, I almost forgot. I got to introduce our guest. We got a guest with us, Daniel. How's it going? Yeah, he's a good friend of ours from church. Um, So hopefully he's got some good insights with all these stories. We'll see. A lot of times our guests don't talk too much, but we'll see how it goes. All right. Uh, Eric, did you want to start with your story? Um, well, probably all heard about the Big Mac story with Trump. Um, so, obvi- uh, as we all know, the government shut down. And because of this, the White House staff, some of the White House staff is not working right now, like the chefs and everything. So, um, Trump was going to host... Clemson, because they just beat Alabama in the national championship, which was amazing, 44-16. to um, So, he's like, they're not here. We're going to buy them Big Macs, Wendy's, um, White Castle is a bunch of um, places, a bunch of fast food places. And the Democrats and CNN, all those people tried bashing for. I don't know how you're going to bash them. Um, it's... Like, how are you going to do that? He's trying to get these kids food. Uh, Oh, government, you wouldn't have to do that if the government was shut down. If you think for one second a college football player, a college boy would not like McDonald's, you're stupid. Okay, because that's amazing. All college, I can speak from experience, all college people love fast food. And no... That is not a generalization. That is a fact. All college people love fast food. Okay. I think this is the best story of 2019. I don't think it's going to be. There's so many good things about it. I was so happy when I saw this story. Not only did Alabama get their butts kicked by Clemson, Mm -hmm. but the team gets to visit potentially the greatest, at least one of the greatest presidents in history. Definitely one of the greatest in modern history. So they get so they beat Alabama. They get to visit him, and not only are uh, a lot of non-essential government employees gone, so we're not like wasting money on that, which they're going to get paid anyway. But that's another story. Anyway, but then Donald Trump decides we're going to give them the best meal of their life, and gets a bunch of Big Macs, pizza, wings. It's amazing. It was amazing. I wish I was there. I really wish I was there. That would be so awesome. And the left, of course they are attacking him, but you can't really attack him for it legitimately because a couple of their arguments, I know one thing they were saying was, you know, oh, if he was a billionaire, he'd be serving them better food instead of Big Macs on silver platters. Like, literally, the Big Macs were, like, on silver platters. I mean, they were in the boxes, but they had, like, fancy plates and stuff and then fast food. But they're like... If he was a billionaire, he wouldn't be serving him fast food. He'd be serving him all this good stuff and all that. And, and college they're students like, don't want that. Well, also, 
It's a common All, man. Also, their thing is they're saying that that nasty stuff. That's gross. That's disgusting. Why would they serve that crap is basically their argument. And then like most of America, because fast food is the most popular food by far in America. A lot of people look like, why are they talking so bad about fast food? I love that stuff. That's good stuff. And so like, why do they hate this? Stuff? So they're, they're looking down on us. They're looking down on you. They're looking down on me. They're looking down on all of us because we love fast food. And if you're listening and you don't love fast food, Please leave. I'm kidding. Yeah, you There's can this eat meme I saw, want, but... and it showed one of the kids with like a bunch of like boxes of like Big Macs and a bunch of other sandwiches. It says, "If you think for one moment that a college football team is unhappy about eating Big Macs in the White House with our billionaire president, you probably have never played a real sport." I mean, it's just a fact. My favorite meme was one of the pictures of Trump standing there in front of the table, full of Big Macs and everything. And it said, when mom is out of town and dad's in charge of dinner. I love that one. Yeah, that's pretty much correct. Yeah, Except you, our I, dad grills a lot, so we just always have, like, burgers made on the grill or steak. Yeah, but they're trying to attack him for being awesome. I mean, he's like, you know what? Just because the government shut down does not mean we have to cancel this. We're going to give these guys a good night. And we're going to do it whatever way we can. And that was a ton of Big Macs, pizza, and wings. And, yeah, he paid for it with his own money. I really wish I was one of his friends now. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, think of a more Amer- you can't think of a more American president than Donald Trump cuz he'll fly he he will fly in his private jet eating KFC. I love that stuff. Well, Ronald Reagan was the same way. They're very similar in a lot of aspects. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, is except Reagan knew when to hold his tongue. Yeah, but sometimes it can be funny. Yeah, it can, but anyway, it's more entertaining like those. So, uh, what are we going to go to next? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save that one for later. We're going to go with the State of the Union next. So, apparently, from what I've heard, Trump was originally invited to give the State of the Union. Because the way it works is, traditionally, the Speaker of the House invites the President to give the State of the Union address in the House of Representatives. They do it there because there's a lot of room. Tons of seats for everyone that's going to be there. And he's invited to give the address. He doesn't necessarily just choose to give it. And so he was originally invited by Nancy Pelosi. But then she starts talking about how, oh, I think we're not going to do it because the government shut down. We can't secure the event. And the Homeland Security says, yeah, they can't. They're more than ready to secure the event. So I don't know what she's going to do now. From my understanding, she hasn't uninvited him, so really he could just say, yeah, I'm going to come give it because you invited me, and the, they can secure the event that's fine. There's not much she can say about it. But if she's going to uninvite him, Mark Levin's idea was they need to um, have him do it in the Senate, which I think they're looking into, seeing if that's a possibility, which well, it should a big, be. A big reason with that was Nancy Pelosi did not want Trump to um, say what the liberal media isn't saying mm-hmm. she did not want him to expose them and expose the truth and that's the biggest reason because he's going to get up there and he's going to tear the democrats apart of what they're doing in not securing our border and not securing our safety that's what i'm really looking forward to i, w- I really want to see the state of the union during this time it's going to be awesome i think and so i'm hoping they work something out that they don't uh do it in the house 
or if they don't do it in the House, that they can do it in the Senate or something. Um, another story that I thought was awesome, and luckily this is a short letter. Oh, that I had I a read teacher try to tell me that, you know how they said the non-essentials are shut down? She said, oh, that's a Republican word made up, so people think, I'm like, no, it's not. It is not. Are you stupid? That's literally a classification. It's the classification of it. I, I pointed that out to her, and she didn't want to believe it. It sounds about like that. Okay, well, I want to read you guys this, but the Wi-Fi is being slow. So, Alan, put your hotspot on. It's kind of weird to say this in the middle of the episode, but I, I really want to read this to you guys. So, Nancy Pelosi was going to fly to, I think, like Egypt and a couple other places. And Trump says, no, nah, you can't do it. He denied the plane to her. And he said in the letter that if she wants to fly commercially, that's up to her. But she's not getting the plane. Because that's wasting government money that we, uh, when the government shut down, they're complaining about people not getting paid. Well, maybe you guys shouldn't get paid first because that might put a fire under you. But I honestly think the first people to not get paid should be Congress. Yeah. Well, Dan Crenshaw... Um, Actually, I think he signed this thing that they're going to withhold his pay until the government employees get paid. Which, and he's a Republican congressman. He's a good congressman. I agree with that. That he's like, you know, he's telling them, you know, I'm not against you. I'm not. If you're not getting paid, I'm not getting paid. He's not in it for the money anyway. But I like that he did that. Okay, here's the letter. Oh yeah, I knew I was forgetting a story. We're going to talk about Gillette, but we're going to get to that when I'm done with this first. All right. Yeah, we'll get to that, too. So, here's the letter Trump sends to Nancy Pelosi. Dear Madam Speaker, due to the shutdown, I am sorry to inform you that your trip to Brussels, Egypt, and Afghanistan has been postponed. We will reschedule this seven-day excursion when the shutdown is over. In light of the 800,000 great American workers not receiving pay, I am sure you would agree that postponing this public relations event is totally appropriate. I also feel that during this period, it would be better if you were in Washington negotiating with me and joining the strong border security movement to end the shutdown. Obviously, if you would like to make your journey by flying commercial, that would certainly be your prerogative. I look forward to seeing you soon and even more forward to watching our open and dangerous southern border finally receive the attention, funding, and security it so desperately deserves. Sincerely, Donald Trump. That was pretty funny, and I like how he called her trip an excursion and everything. And especially, I love how he brought in the workers not getting paid because a big thing that Democrats are talking about now is, oh, these workers aren't getting paid. Me, 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 me. You know, blah, blah, blah. They're not getting paid. And so he brings that up in the letter and flips that right on Nancy Pelosi on the Democrats, and he's like, because there's so many not getting paid, I'm sure you, know, you would agree it's best to stay here and negotiate. So... He worded that letter very well, and it was really funny to read. I really liked that. Yeah. Um, but talking about people saying that, you know, it's bad. These people aren't getting paid. You know, that was kind of brought up to me today. One of my liberal friends, I hadn't talked to him in a while, but today he texts me and he says, uh, he says, please tell me you're not supporting Trump after all this latest stuff. And I said, uh I said, well, yeah, I am. I said, of course, I, I never agree with everything that he does, but I agree with a lot of it, and especially as far as policy goes, I agree with a lot of it. 
And then so we kind of had a short debate about it. He's like, well, all these people aren't getting paid, all that. I said, I understand it can be bad for those families. And I do think, yeah, it'd be best for those families if something were to be taken care of. I said, but you have to understand, he's not hold, he's not keeping the government shut down, which really is kind of not all his fault because to open the government back up, they have to agree on funding. And the Democrats don't want to agree on what Trump wants. But anyway... I said, well, but it's not for nothing. He's not keeping it shut down for nothing because the wall is very important. And, you know, I went over with him. I said, not only are there lots of gangs and uh, drug dealers coming over the border, but it's also not safe for those who come over illegally but peacefully. It's not very safe for them. I said, remember the little girl that her father dragged her through the desert for many days with no food and water, and she died shortly after coming into Border Control custody. And then uh, there, I told him, there's, look, there are studies, and there's different numbers depending on the study you look, but some of the studies say even up to 60% of girls that come over illegally end up being raped. I said it's not good for them, and it's not good for us because having the open border lets these gang members in. So it's not good for anybody to have an open border. Obviously, we want people to be able to come legally, and we want we also want people to be able to take asylum if they are in danger, but we don't want open and free borders and just willy-nilly come in, go out. I mean, Well, I mean, you can leave if you want. I don't care. But you just can't just come in willy-nilly. You know, we have to see what's going on. And so I was telling him, look, it's, the wall is important. I said, yeah, it is important for those families to get paid too. And hopefully they can find something to uh, keep themselves while, while the government is shut down. And I said, but he's not doing it for nothing. Even if you disagree with that, He's not doing it for nothing, and that's why I still support it. Yeah. And and so he's like, well, yeah. He said, I can kind of see what you're saying. And so then after that, we just kind of talked. It was kind of nice to talk with him after a while. We haven't talked in a while. Uh, but it was, it was kind of nice to be able to uh, yeah. have a little debate about it. And, I mean, really, if it's such an issue that those people aren't getting paid to the Democrats and it's such a big thing, why aren't the ones that are still getting paid giving up their paychecks with all the money that they have and giving it to some of those families? Like I saw a tweet from some from some person that was kind of like, well, why? Well, because Trump is not help is costing all these families their jobs and they're not getting paid right now. I'm going to donate this much money every day until he brings mm-hmm. a government ends government shutdown to like Planned Parenthood or something. I don't yeah. remember. It was some random. thing. I think I did see something like nothing that. Nothing <laughs> to do with the workers. Yeah. Kind of like, couldn't you have, you know. Giving it, it to people yeah. that were out of their job, not to people that... See, the big thing with Democrats is everyone pretty much knows. It's not because they're, oh, actually worried about the people. It's because it's so they can get the support of the people. They only want your vote. And once they have their vote, they don't care about you anymore. They used you. You've been used. And they don't care about you. Yeah. Um, and then, Okay, so we're going to talk about Gillette, which I just remembered... Uh, a couple minutes ago, Gillette came out with this new ad, which is very quickly taking rank with the most disliked videos on YouTube. Thank goodness. I'm about to throw out my Gillette razor. I disliked it. I I'm not okay, gonna that's throw. The same thing with your Nike. I'm not gonna. Dilemma. I'm not gonna throw out my Gillette razor, but I'm not gonna buy one from now on. And when I run just out of dollar shave when off. when I run out of cartridges, which will be a while because I don't shave much, I just kind of trim with the tremors and move on but whenever i eventually run out 
I'll buy something to it. Man, yeah. and why do they have to do that? Like, they just sent me a free razor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, we need to say what happened, which some of you probably know, but... So, they had an ad against, and I'm doing air quotes here, toxic masculinity. And not everything in the thing was bad. Some of it was okay. I They showed a thing with, like, Terry Crews saying men need to hold other men accountable. Well, yeah, I can agree with that. And I, I don't remember what the other thing was, but there was something else. Uh, so I don't agree, I don't disagree with the entire message, but most of it, because their idea, they're not saying men should not act like this and they should act like this. They are saying men are bad and by nature are disgusting filth and instead should be feminized and act like this. It was stupid. See, and it's always single moms pushing the issue of toxic masculinity or these feminazis. But here's a funny fact for you. Children brought up in single mothers, um, single mother homes are 14 times more likely to commit rape and 20, uh, 20 times more likely to end up in prison. Yeah. It's not, I love how they say men are toxic and all this, but really all these rates are so bad because they don't have a father. They don't have well, a masculine I, figure. Yeah. I saw this thing, um. And it was actually a woman that tweeted it. I don't remember who it was, but she was saying, the problem is not toxic masculinity, it's the lack of masculinity. And I was like, that's true. Guys don't have, increasingly, guys aren't growing up with a male figure to show them what a man should be like. Yeah. Uh, but I, I had even more problems with the commercial because they had two kids, like, wrestling in the dirt. And and at first, they're like, boys, boys will be boys. And then, like, whenever it's like oh now everyone's good he like runs over he's like that's not how we treat each other it's like they're wrestling in the dirt literally boys will be boys that's applies to that do. situation that's that's what guys do we have a lot of energy that's how we get it out we still wrestle but that we're not being we just get hurt more yeah well yeah. but see we're not being <laughs> mean to each other we're not we don't hate each other we just we just like to wrestle See, around. That's the problem with our What's wrong with it? Is they feminize boys, and you get these problems where if, guys aren't dating girls. If you, you can't, if you, yeah, if you can't wrestle around in the dirt and maybe fight every once in a while, like especially if something important is on the line, if you can't do that, who's gonna serve in the military? Who's gonna be the people that go put themselves in danger to save other people? That's how guys are. That is masculinity. And not to say women can't save other people. But it's a it's generally a male thing. It's a masculine thing. You go look at uh, pictures of men going into these hurricane zones and pulling families out, carrying women. I mean, that's just what guys do. One of the shootings a couple months ago, a ton of guys got down and shielded the women because that's just a man thing. They shielded the women. They got them out of the building. They put themselves between the women and the danger. That is a masculine thing. And that's what happens when you have men that grow up with men in their lives that show them how men act. That is real masculinity. Yes, there can be a form of toxic masculinity when you have guys grow up and abuse their strength. But that is not... That's a small that is percentage not, of that, what it is. That's a small percentage of guys, and that is not what masculinity is. They're not just attacking that masculinity. They're taking that little bit of masculinity that sometimes goes rotten and, still, and they're attacking all of masculinity with it trying to feminize guys and like i said if you grow up if all these men are growing up being feminized who is gonna put themselves in danger to save other people i mean it's 
it's just everything's messed up because you know people are trying to teach little boys you shouldn't act like that and they're thinking well is there something wrong with me because this is just what i think and it's so damaging to boys to tell them that's not how you should act you should be like girls. Like, our public school system, especially grade schools, are so broken because it rewards girl-like behaviors and punishes boy boyish behaviors. Which, look, uh, in a situation, at that age, boys will be boys, okay? That's going to happen. Mm. I mean, there's like, the story of this um, kid who drew pirates fighting with swords, and the teacher called in saying, this is very concerning, this, that, and other. The father was concerned, but not because of him drawing swords, but of how the teacher was make um, feminizing him. And he called, he chewed her out, and they transferred schools because he said, "I'm not going to have this because this is not right." This boy, he even told her, "Boys will be boys. This is this is natural." See, and this is the problem: is we're telling people this is not natural when it is. I think a lot of, um... I mean, what we're doing now is saying what's not natural is natural, and what's natural is not natural. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with our society. And I think a lot of diagnoses these days of like ADD, ADHD, of course not all of them, but I think a lot of them are just guys being guys. Boys like to be rough. They like to be energetic when they're small. And then people are like, oh, they're not sitting still medicine. in class. Give them medicine. Give them medicine. It's like, no, he's a guy. That's just what they do. I mean, I, I took... Look, I can get... When you're in class, yes, you need to... Be still, listen to the teacher, but it's just not natural for guys. And don't punish them if they don't want to do that. Yeah, you you do need to train them to use their energy when the time is appropriate. It might be difficult, but it's just something you got to do. And you can't punish them for being boys. I mean, and another thing with these medicines is I had to take them when I was in grade school. And I'll tell you what, it is awful because it's a depressant. And I can remember, I w- I'm lucky, I'm glad I was at an age when I didn't know what self-harm and stuff like that was because I was depressed constantly at this time because I was in like second grade, first, second grade, and they had diagnosed me with this because I'd, I've i always had problems reading. I mean, I just, it's something I can't do, but I can do math really well. And so they said, oh, it's probably ADHD, give him this medicine. Tell you what, constantly depressed. I mean, I didn't, I ate very little. Like I used to always eat a lot and I started eating very little. I didn't have any energy. I'd literally go to school sit down, go to recess, I'd sit down, everyone else would be playing, I'd be thinking, I want to play, but I'm too tired, I don't want to do anything, and I'd go home and then sleep, and I mean, it was just a constant loop of that for a while, and I'm so glad my parents noticed it and took me off of it, because life was awful with that stuff, I mean, what people don't realize is, yeah, they'll sit still in class, and they might get a little bit better grades, but it's not worth it, you're ruining their life. Mm -hmm. And then my last thing I had... The last problem I had with that commercial was when you look at, they're showing all the bad, so to speak, guys, the guys doing these bad things. All but one of them are white. Then you look at the guys that are good at the second half of the commercial, only one of them is white. It's like, I look, I get they want to be, I get they want to be diverse, Mm -hmm. but they're, yeah, they're showing their... Uh, pandering to the social justice idea that the white guys are always the evil oppressors, and that now the all the non-white people like Alan, we're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna <laughs> come up and they're gonna be the good guys. They're gonna stand up to the white oppressors. We don't oppress Alan, and he knows it, right? Right. <laughs> the way I said that is like I'm telling you to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Actual oppression, no. Occasionally, I feel a bit bullied. 
That's <laughs> us being friends. Yeah. Look, uh, I, we, hey, we bully all our friends. How guys are friends. Josh is, especially. How and it, Well, now that I think about friends. it, he is part Mexican. But see, I didn't even think about that because his skin's mostly white. But also because <laughs> I don't think about the color of my friends. I have friends all different colors. And I don't think about it. I got a Muslim friend at at school. We got Alan. We got Josh. I know. Fair, I know. Me some and other Josh people. both act white. That's true. Me and Josh are both very. That's white. true. But they're whiter than you and me. But they see, act whiter. But than see, that's me. the thing. The color of your skin does not determine how you are. Yeah. And that's it's true for everybody. It's not the color of your skin. It's how you were raised. It's you know what b- beliefs and values you have. But my point is, they're pandering to this thing that says white people are evil, and white men, and yeah, white men especially are evil. Everyone else is not. That's not the case. There's bad white dudes. There's good white dudes. There's bad colored people. There's good colored people. There's bad women. There's good women. There's well, I I'm running out of things now. But anyway, you get it. Yeah, you there get the idea. Point. They're good attack helicopters. They're bad attack yeah. helicopters. <laughs> the yeah. ones that the Chinese maker. So like. I I was just kind of angry that they're now pandering to that. And it's also it's really funny to get this uh this kind of message of like one dude was like looking at a girl and he's like, "Oh, she looks good." And the guy's like, "No, man, that's not cool. That's not cool." It's like okay. I I get that he's saying, you know, don't gawk at her, but like, come on, guys, look at girls. Just be like, but she the looks big, nice. But the That's thing okay. with that is, the thing with that is, it's funny to get a message like that from a company that literally put women in skin tight suits and slapped their corporate name right on her butts for a commercial. Okay, yeah, That's two completely conflicting messages. Completely. Yeah. Because companies that I love are taking political sides. I'm kind of like, guys, I normally I would not care what political side you had, even if you like made it a little bit known. But whenever you do these massive things, I'm kind of like, I'm not gonna buy your product anymore. And it really bums me out because you make a good product, you're just bringing your politics. See, look, and this is Alan. He support. He's a white person activist, and he's coming. (laughs) It's it's very appreciated. Well, it's more men than white, because like, yeah, Yeah. I didn't like that they're saying all white people are bad, but they were really attacking men. They're like, oh, you guys are like. I saw a thing. You know those memes where it shows someone clicking two buttons on the soda dispenser, dispensing both sodas into one cup, and so the cup was Gillette, and it said, selling a product to men. And then the other one was calling men pieces of crap. And it's like, shh, putting them both in there. It's like, you can't have it both ways. Yeah, you can it on a soda you machine. Can, but then your uh, company kind of starts. <clears throat> yeah. Well, also that Boom. meme that shows the dude from the office, like, standing behind the blinds, looking with <laughs> his, the, like, a creepy smile almost. And it was like, Bankruptcy. it was like, <laughs> Gillette starts an ad campaign against men. And then it shows Dollar Shave Club. I saw that. And they're standing yeah. back there looking. They're ready. Not like, sponsored. yes, this is exactly <laughs> what we sponsored. need. I mean, yeah. that'd be nice, Dollar Shave Club. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dollar Shave so. Club actually supports a lot of yeah, conservative so podcasts, so... We want Gillette to know... Possibly. Mm-hmm. We want Gillette to know, the four of us here, at least, we hate you now. And we're going to go to Dollar yeah. Shave Club! Which I always had kind of a thing against Gillette because the Patriots Stadium is called Gillette Yeah, Stadium. oh wait, really? Okay, now I just yeah. like them more. So, like, <laughs> I've always... I've had that... Association, Gillette associated with the Patriots in my head, and so I've always had a little bit of a dislike for them. Now I just upright hate them. 
but you know, it is what it is. Sucks <sighs> is Levi. Yeah. I miss these jeans. Oh yeah, I saw them Levi commercials. I was like, you fucking the voting ones or no? They no, had they've had so they've had all these ones with like so a ton like of gay people in them and stuff. It's and like then, yeah, like they're, that's the AT&T. they're trying to yeah AT and T. They're weird. trying they're trying to normalize. GMC it. had one like that goes back to our second episode, I think first or second, the first night we recorded, which. Now I think about it, the studio was way different then. It was like literally two chairs and a table when we were sitting there. Yeah, and, like, and the chairs were short, the table was short. So we've already come a long way in just however many months we've been doing it. A whole new year, we got this big studio. Anyway, point is, it's not that big, but compared to what we started with, it's big. It's massive. Anyway, but like the wall. we were talking about oh, people wall. trying to make Bert and Ernie gay, and I'm like, people need to stop trying to normalize it. Look, I, in some aspects... I consider myself somewhat libertarian. So when it comes to homosexuality, do I think it should be illegal? No. Not really. I, I see not well, yeah, just straight up illegal, no. As far as the marriage goes, I see, I can see the libertarian and conservative side of that. On one hand, the definition of marriage is man and woman and they're trying to change that. That's not right. On the other hand, do what you want. I don't care. But do I agree with it? No. Do I think it should be normalized? No. I don't agree with it. I don't normal. think it's, it's, it's not, not right. It's not natural. Right. And they're trying to make it normal. And it's really damaging our culture. Daniel, you need to speak. Yeah, man. You're sitting yeah. there talking. What do you think? What do you think about nothing. it? Before we move on. Don't say anything offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think people can do what they want to do. I mean, it's not affecting me any. I don't really care. But Yeah. Except when it comes to well, abortion, that's I'm, what I'm like, saying. oh well, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think, I think, look, if people want to be gay, that's fine. And it, look, I people are going to be like, being gay is not a choice. Okay, but participating in homosexual activities is a choice, and that's the part that is a sin. Okay. And so, if you want to do that, that's fine. I'm going to disagree with you, but I'll st- I'm still willing to be your friend. But I'm not going to support it. I'm not going to agree with it. And I'm going to be a little upset when commercials and TV shows try and normalize it. Of course, one of my favorite TV shows normalizes it, which really gets on my nerves. But it's a really good TV show. Anyway, it's really funny. The point is, it is very funny. I don't think it should be normalized. I'm and, not going to say the show, but it's a good show. Yeah. Anyway. If we're not sponsored. If they sponsor us, we'll say their name. <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't sponsor They us. would not sponsor I mean, I us. There are a bunch of, like, everybody in that show is a liberal. And then all of a sudden you get an email. They bashed Trump in their newest episode. Anyway. But it's still um, <laughs> Let's move on. Alan had a story. All right. I actually forgot about it. What is the story? It was with Cohen. Impeachment talk revived after report says Donald Trump directed Michael Cohen to lie to Congress. Now, this whole thing was basically dead in the water. They couldn't really prove anything. It was a he said, he said kind of situation. They never... They they didn't have any evidence. Okay. I don't mean to butt in, but to my understanding, the way this all worked is, uh, of course, I don't know a lot of the details, but they didn't have any proof that Trump colluded with Russia, so their idea was they were going to catch people associated with him lying to them and then charge them with that. Not with collusion with Russia, but with lying to them. That's not colluding with Russia, but that's like all they got is to say, hey, this guy lied. Hey, this guy lied. Hey, this guy lied. They're lying about all of it, and th- and that's supposed to make you think that Trump colluded with See, Russia. See, here's the thing with it. It is literally, like I've said in a lot of the new, older episodes, it is the Salem witch trials all okay, over okay. again. It's 
taking me off because like do you guys not learn from that story they literally just pushed them until they admitted they were a witch or they killed them so they literally all these people are doing is lowering their prayers and sentences like if they're like hey if you admit this if you say this baloney well make your prison sentence lo- uh shorter not longer because that's what Cohen is going for in this yeah. like Trump was Cohen Trump already has a bunch of stuff he's gonna go was, to prison for so. yeah he's Cohen's going down, and he's basically trying to ch- take Trump down with him so then he gets less time in jail. Because, you know what, maybe if he gets Trump impeached by doing this, the Democrats will have him accidentally get out of custody at some point, and he'll get off to some country that doesn't have a extradition law. That or they'll us. find a way to re- release him. Yeah. Which he'll get mean. out on a technicality. Yeah. Oh, our bad, we forgot to do this. We he forgot to Mirandize you. Yeah some, yeah, some little thing that gets him out, and he gets out of it scot-free, and Trump's impeached. They're just trying to get him out of it. They're trying to get a way to get Trump out of office again. Which isn't going to happen because this didn't happen. He's not really even a credible source if you guys are charging him with lying. And then they have unnamed people that also testify to this. Yeah. Now, I will bring this up because while we were doing this earlier, I got this notification from Fox News 26 minutes ago. says, Mueller team disputes BuzzFeed report claiming Trump told Cohen to lie. So they're saying Trump told Cohen a lie, and the Mueller team, keep in mind, it's the Mueller team disputing that report. They're, they're saying it's false? It says Mueller team disputes Mueller? BuzzFeed report. This is, ooh, this is interesting. Ooh. Let me see Let me see the details. I don't want to read through is the whole thing true? right now. But if this is true. Y'all need to sit down if you're making these accusations. Eric, Eric, Eric calm down. Special Counsel saying. Robert Mueller's office on Friday issued an extraordinary statement disputing a bombshell news report claiming President Trump directed Michael Cohen to lie about the timing of discussions over a proposed Trump Tower project in Moscow. Yeah, they were talking about that Trump wanted to build a tower in Moscow around the time, which even if he did, there's no problem with it. That is business. There's nothing, there's nothing that says a presidential candidate cannot continue to seek business opportunities, but it doesn't even matter because he decided not to go through that. Well, like, some of the stuff they're talking about is collusion is, like, whenever you're putting Facebook ads out about the can the can I don't see how that's collusion. How is that affecting the campaign? I mean, I guess, oh, people are seeing it more, but... Peter Carr, spokesman for Mueller's office, said that um, BuzzFeed's description of specific statements to the special counsel's office and characterization of documents and testimony obtained by this office regarding Michael Cohen's congressional testimony are not accurate. Eat it, BuzzFeed. No one likes you. That's pretty you interesting really that even Mueller's yeah. team disputed it. Because that's, that's something, to my understanding, they've been trying to say is that he's that he told Cohen to lie. But Well, they probably can't prove surprise. it, so they don't want right, to. Right, right. Oh, also, did you see that thing? I think it was Michael Knowles talking about how the Steele dossier was made before, even before they said it was. So that's even going to disprove him even more. Yeah. And it actually can point, is actually can point fingers to... Russia colluding for Hillary Clinton. I, I'm gonna let you listeners know right now. If you guys are into like you want to know a lot of the details of this whole Russia thing, listen to Dan Bongino. He talks Dan about Bongino, that. Man. He talks about that on his podcast just about every day. He's one of my favorite. He goes podcasts. way into detail about it. You'll have to go back and listen to a bunch of his episodes. I've listened occasionally. I'm not super informed on all the details of the whole. Incident, but I've listened to Dan Prongino enough to kind of know. He was know an ex-secret service bogus. agent. He's 
he's I really like him because I like whenever he fills in for Mark Levin. I really like Mark Levin and I also like him. So it's yeah. I I'm all, I always know when I turn it there. I'm getting something good. Yeah. Also, I learned earlier today that Trump said he's giving a big announcement tomorrow, which you get it might when you by the time you guys listen it'll probably be today. It's Saturday. A big announcement about border security and the government shutdown. I don't know what the announcement is. I mean, no one does. Possibilities are declaring a state of emergency yeah. and building the wall. He just needs to do that. Just get this crap over with. The PR yeah. is what he's going to be looking at yeah. when it comes to that. Yeah. The problem is he can't give up because they, you, you can't just let the Democrats get what they want. It's, it's going to be very interesting to see how this all turns out. But I'm excited to see what that announcement is. Yeah. So keep your eyes open. Uh be looking for that because uh, it's probably i mean it said it's a major announcement so it's probably gonna be something big man if he that or they're just pumping it up oh dude i would kill myself i would cry no, i wouldn't do that i would cry that would ruin our trip this weekend i'd just yeah. sit in the hotel room like and cry Sokas all weekend pretty good guy. well yeah but you know what trump needs to do he's not as interesting you know you know what we and need? he doesn't oh that reminds he me doesn't have the type dude, of fighting spirit the, donald trump has the to, liberals the liberals are attacking Mike Pence's wife for taking a job at a Christian academy because yeah, I oh saw that. it takes away from, like they don't support gay marriage and if you're not for uh, gay marriage then they don't hire you that's discrimination it's like no it's a Christian academy it's a private school private business they can do that that's how it works okay it is they're attacking a Christian fool they're, school they're attacking, they're attacking Christian a school. Christian school for supporting biblical teachings. <laughs> It's like whenever coming we talk them about, their it's like whenever we yeah. talk about yeah. Chelsea Clinton saying it's unchristianly to yeah. take away abortions from women. I'm like, yeah. It's like, as Have a you Christian, ever read the Bible? And it's hilarious. <laughs> and it's hilarious. And CNN even said, I don't think she's read the Bible because yeah. obviously in the Bible it's yeah. completely. Or the ones that talk about you should be letting you should be supporting the the us taking refugees or illegal immigrants. It's in the Bible. It's kind of like, no, it's in the Bible that we put up walls and defend our borders. Yeah, yeah it's actually in the Bible. Actually, yeah. in the Bible. Because guess what? Some also, of us actually some, read it and don't just yell like, what we think is a moral thing. In Isaiah, one of our guys at our church, Ronnie, he was reading it, reading a biblical thing about the new earth. Whenever we have it, it says, "And every man will um have his own, build his own house, and have his own vineyards, and provide for himself, and no man shall help another man." It's something like that. It's like they will work solely for themselves and their, and provide for their family, and there will be no like aid for them. So like, if you don't work, you don't get aid, fed. Yeah. Mm. Capitalism. Capitalism. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, you're saying even CNN was like she hasn't read the Bible. Yeah. Every once in a while, CNN says something. It's like good. okay, they say something good or, or funny or, or logical, and it makes it it makes it that much more hilarious <laughs> and great because CNN said it. Like the yeah. worst news source, someone. People that lie constantly that we literally don't respect as a news source at all because of how biased. I love how whatever some people are like, you watch out. you watch Fox that's biased. I'm like, what do you watch CNN? <laughs> it's like yeah, Fox, like one of our teachers. Of course, Fox is a little biased, but they do have a variety of people on there. Dude, this they teacher, get they get liberals on there. This sometimes. teacher tried telling me CNN was in the middle. I'm like, that's false. That is completely utterly false because you cannot tell me that because when the first because this is like about a hundred days into Trump's. Uh, presidency. I'm like they've literally only talked about him all day, every day. You cannot bash him all day, every day. You cannot say he's by it. 
that it's it's unbiased. Fox, uh, yeah, it's biased. They admit it. But guess what? At least they have liberals on there sometimes. CNN doesn't have the, Republicans on there. The few times that a, lot of, that a lot of liberal new media will have conservatives on, it'll be like a five-on-one with them. So then and they're, if still, and they're comes, still getting them. And if, yeah. and if it comes to debate... Like Ben Shapiro, whenever all um, the transgender thing, yeah, yeah, it was like eight on one. It's like how, and even though he threatened him, they were still like he's justified in that. You were being rude, yeah. If Eric, if Eric's being kind of rude to me, that doesn't give me the right to like break his nose or send him home in an ambulance. Wait, do it, punk. No. <laughs> but okay, yeah. I'm looking at something. Media up. bias is just so bad, and then the right at least doesn't make it like tag teaming almost. Like, we'll hear you I'm out. trying you to find. Start just a well, hurry up, Gary. I'm trying to find. Okay, here we go. Um, okay, thank you. I couldn't stall much longer. Let me find it. Okay, something I just remembered. CNN analyst Ariva Martin. I'm assuming it's how you say it. So she was talking on the radio to David Webb, who is a frequent on Fox News. He was on the radio. She called in to his show, and then she was trying to tell him that he has white privilege. And he said, I hate to break it to you, but I'm black. He's black. And she was saying he has white privilege. <laughs> okay, there's a story of this. It's oh, David what's Webb. Her what's her name? It's this lady in Florida. And she was a Democrat, and this this Republican-like Muslim lady got in. The Congress. It was like Congress or something else. Because this kid was talking about it. And she literally says she's going to blow up the White House, get, like, get her out of there, and... This is literally a lady a year ago supported this thing, getting more diverse women into Congress. It was literally a thing. It's like, what? Yeah. And, and she was, it's so ironic. Yeah. I, I, I'd have to find it. We'll talk about it next episode. I'll find it. But yeah, I, I thought it was funny that she automatically assumed that because he's a Republican, that he's white, and that he has white privilege because he's saying these things. He's black. I'm black. Yeah. He said, you should have been more prepared because I'm black. And she kind of sat there for a second, and then she's like, well, I stand... She was, like, about to say, I stand by it. She may she may have been about to say, I stand corrected. I don't know. But the point is, that made her look stupid, which... She, pro already. she probably they, already they looked stupid. She probably... Uh, yeah. yeah. She probably already <laughs> looked stupid. Anyway, so, that's enough for the news this week. Uh, one thing, we're really looking forward to the championship games this week I'm especially not, I'm, I'm looking forward to it but i'm dreading especially it. the afc championship yeah, we no all want the patriots to lose especially Allen because he's a chiefs fan and last i like really the hurt. chiefs i like the chiefs i'm a big fan of Mahomes, and the chiefs almost beat the patriots last time they played in october in foxborough in foxborough they only lost by three points and there were a couple mistakes that, that happened that shouldn't have. There was a rookie that let go of um, Tom Brady. Yeah, some rookie just let go of him and let him walk into the end zone. A couple of those mistakes, if they hadn't happened, the Chiefs probably would have won. And that was in Foxborough. This week, they're playing in Kansas City in Arrowhead. They're the only team this year that led over and the, the Patriots, uh, Patriots in Foxborough. The Patriots historically do, historically the Patriots do really bad at Arrowhead. Very bad. Like even whenever the Chiefs aren't doing that great, right? They still don't so, do great there. I'm really looking forward to it. The Chiefs are actually three point favorites this time, so I hope it goes even better than that. I hope the Patriots get their butts kicked. 
That would be awesome. 70 to 0. Also, yeah. another plus to this weekend is we're going to be doing it at an indoor water park. Boom. That's going to be fun. We're going to be watching the games. Yeah. yeah. What? We're gonna you, you said we're gonna be doing it at an indoor water park. I was like, you gotta say, you gotta say, we're gonna be watching the games. Get your at, mind out of the gutter. At, at a hotel, sicko. At a hotel in. <laughs> that just made it worse. At a hotel that has an indoor water park. Do you want to just cut it for? <laughs> no, no. You know what? We're just gonna move on. I'm sorry. Where it's it's Friday night. Our our minds are in the gutter. Anyway, okay, we got like two funny news stories or something. Okay, so mine is two really Florida a, man. It's a Florida. It's not really a Florida man. Yeah. It's just a story about auto class. About I, a year ago, I told Eric he should use it because, because it, just, it was hilarious. Story. I was just telling him. I, I guess I never told him before. So our principal, now he's it was assistant principal at the time. He was a big power hungry communist, pretty much. He really aggravated everyone. Um. He also did some stu- something stupid with his vehicle, too. I'll, I'll share that with you, too, because I just remembered. Um, so, the lake was... Uh, this, this is a completely different incident, but he's not the brightest of guys to say that, because he drove... So, the lake was frozen, and he wanted to get his boat out, so he drove his vehicle onto the frozen lake until it broke. It broke, and it was up to the wheel wells of his engine. And so, he's complaining about his engine not working. Just trips like, well, did you get like Could water guy? He's like... I don't know if this is relevant, but he told him, and Tripp's like, are you serious? And if you know Tripp, he's very sarcastic and condescending. Yeah. I love him. He's one of my favorite teachers in the high school. If he likes you, he's great. If he doesn't, you're in trouble. Yeah. Uh, but um, he did that, and then he complains to the students about his engine not uh, working after they fix Like, oh, the valve's not put on right. And I was sitting there. I'm not in the class, but he's telling to the kids. I looked over to one of my friends. Uh, she's in that class, and I told her, uh, I just leaned over and said, well, maybe if you didn't drive your truck in the water, you wouldn't have the problems. You should tell him that. But So, the same truck a year ago, we are changing the oil on it, stuff like that. And this dude had done some really stupid stuff, stuff to our friend, one of our friends in auto. And so, we're like, what should we do to this truck? We are just joking around. And all of a sudden, my friend Mickey, um, this isn't surprising to us because we know Mickey. He's just a goofy guy. Always messing around. He wears heelys to school. Always rolls around. Um, he goes, we could shove a potato in his exhaust. And as he's saying that, he wears a fanny pack all the time just to joke <laughs> around. Pulls a potato out of his fanny pack and shows it to us. We're like, okay, that's not going to work because we have two exhaust pipes. So and he's like, we'll just cut it in half and start karate chopping it. And we're like, okay, Mickey, stop. He's like, he's like, wait, we're not actually going to do this? I'm like, we were joking. He goes, oh, okay, and threw it away. I just thought it was he, funny. He was joking too, but he's. It was funny when you told me the story because I had no idea he has a fanny pack. And you said, and he pulls a potato out of his fanny pack, and I was like, that's "What? Ra- that's so random." I was like, "What?" Yeah, he, he went to he public always, school. He always wears <laughs> that, or no, he, he always has a gallon <laughs> jug of water that he put a strap on. Where is it? It's like a backpack. He always wears carries water on him, and he always says, "Hydrate or dehydrate." And he, <laughs> he's just a goofy guy. He's. He's, he's the thing. He he makes school fun. <clears throat> All Except right. when he does chemistry homework, because he starts shouting and it gets very scary. He thinks about to kill everyone, yeah. but he doesn't. All right. So the last he's story. Not like that. Yeah. Last story actually is Florida man. Florida man threatens to kill neighbor with kindness, which is the name of his machete. Uh. So yeah, he's in jail now. 
Yeah. <laughs> and does not surprise uh, me. Uh, yeah, he. So far, that's about all the story I get. He threatened to kill his neighbor. Let's see. Uh, so that so two of his neighbors came to his house concerned about yelling and banging that had come from the home all day. He came out of the house with an arm raised, holding the machete, which had the word kindness written on it. One of the neighbors stepped in front of the other to block the blade and suffered a half-inch cut on his left hand. Ow. Uh, ouch. That's not that bad. <laughs> but then the, the police came and arrested him. It said uh, he smelled like alcohol. And he they tased him. Well, <laughs> I mean, tased. how long was this episode, Gary? What episode? The episode we're doing right now. Uh, 46 is what we're uh, at right we're now. We're at about... Okay. No, we're at, at 48 minutes. A lot better than last time, so I'd say... A lot better. Yeah, we did only 15 minutes last time, so I hope you guys... Go ahead. We are actually back now for the year. Last year... Or hey. not last year. Last week... It was, was kind of our eh. back... Eh. We had to get back we're into... We're still alive. But we now... We're back, baby. Better right. than ever. We're going to end All it right, on that. All right, night. We're going to end it on that.